Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. And I'm very pleased to say this evening we're, we're joined with the Oswife's favourite, the man with a mic, none other than former Latics midfield player and now top ace pundit, Mr. Tommy Gore. How are you doing, Tommy? <laughs> hey, Barry, I'm all right, thank you. Oswife's favourite, where did that one come from? I'll tell you where it come from. It come from my wife. She's still, I, do, I do love listening to Tommy. She's sat here. I love listening to you, Tommy. There you go. <laughs> How are you, lovely? Nice to speak to you. You too. Uh, we've got Adam and Paul as well in the studio uh, this evening, or the virtual evening, studio. Barry. Evening, Tommy. Evening. Hi, Adam. We'll taking a look back this week at the pizza trophy. Papa John's, two for one. Ham and pineapple. You can't beat it. <laughs> Wigan Athletic, two. Shrewsbury Town, nil. What a fantastic performance from the young lads. Quick look at the Shrewsbury squad, and 11 of that squad was involved in their Saturday's uh, League One game with Oxford United. So it was a very strong squad they put out. And we've just been talking off uh, about the performances of the young lads. So straight away, Tommy, how proud were you last night of the way them lads played? Extremely. You know, it's like we were just talking off here, the, the beauty of last night's game was it was just a real enjoyable game to watch. The football that they played, it was it was flowing. We were strong in all areas of the pitch, you know, and, and you know, the, the the young lads, especially, as you say, with you know, was possibly the the highlight where the you know how much they showed up. Young Chris C up front just didn't look out of place. You know, he was getting some physical challenges thrown at him and he you know, he took them and went back for more. It was real good to see, you know, and and you know, but Babra Dico making his debut, you know, he again didn't look out of place, passed the ball, had a good relationship with Scotty Smith there. You know, and I think the for me the highlight last night, above all else, was 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 Tello coming back and and the little touches he showed, the pure skill was you know, you you would pay money just to go and watch that last night. Because he's applying himself now. He used to, you know, he used to do all them little tricks and that in the past, and sometimes not enough came from it. Last night, there seemed to be a more of a finished article. And, you know, we were getting into areas where we could score goals from his pieces of brilliance. So, yeah, all, all over the pitch, I thought it was fantastic. Do you think he's got a bit stronger, bulked up a bit? Over the, he seems to have grown quite a bit over the... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, last, yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, I remember talking to him, you know, Jordan, well, it must be 12 months ago now. And as you say, he, he did look a bit sort of skinny, if you like. Now he's... As you say, he's not only has he grown taller, he's sort of bulked out now. And he's using that physicality, you know, well now. He's getting in amongst people. He's not getting knocked off the ball. Anything like as easy as he used to. And as, as I say, you highlight that to the flashes of brilliance that he's got and his skill. It's quick feet, so quick feet, it's just untrue. And But his vision of the game now, his all-round game has just improved greatly, I think, the last 12 months. Yeah, we've missed him really the last, uh, you know, the last few weeks. That is some very good option from the bench, particularly in some of those home games where we we got stuck a little bit. He's something a bit different. I remember when he came on against Bolton in the cup, and uh, I, I thought he'd give us that extra impetus for that last sort of twenty minutes before it went to the penalties. Yeah, really, really rate Nasgard. Uh, I think he's uh, he's going to be an absolute top player. Got to give a big shout out here to Adam Long because I know his mum Lynn listens to the uh, podcast from the Isle of Man. Last night, I thought Adam, I call him Adam, why his uh, mum's a regular listener. I thought Adam was absolutely fantastic. And that goal of his, I mean, 
If Charlie White could have powered that header in, it'd have, it'd have been made up with it. But he, he, he showed such maturity, and especially when James Carragher went off injured, he, he controlled that back line. I thought he seems to have grown in stature as well to me, Tommy uh, Adam Long. He's he's come out of that last year where he was a little bit. You could tell he was a young player. I know he's not been in the first team squad as often as he was last year, but when he stepped up, he's not looked out of place. And I thought last night he, he was fantastic. Well, it's a maturity, like you say, a bit like Tello, isn't it? You know, he's been he's been around the first team plays. He's training with them all the time now. So, you know, he's matured into that squad. And as you say, the goal was fantastic. He just seen the space, you know, and he just, you know, powered into it and just sort of attacked that area. And then, of course, when the ball come, just met it fantastic. But the thing that impressed, impressed me with him last night is there was one, once or twice he just got caught out of position and he managed to retrieve it and got two fantastic blocks in that were goal-bound, you know. And, um, you know, th- that's where he was. his reading of the game has been so much better, you know, where he was able to make up the ground and get them blocks in. You know, I mean, he, as you say, he was another one last night. He, he, his all-round performance, like most every well, everybody last night, was really, really good. Another one who stepped up to the mark, who is a first-teamer, actually, is Guion Edwards. We mentioned about his performance at Fleetwood last week when he came on. We thought he was really good on last week's podcast. We, we talked about that. He had another good game last Saturday against Solihull. And last night, again, he was... Uh, I mean, he gets stuck in... Because he's not the biggest lad, is he? You know, he, he's, he's no. not afraid of putting himself about a bit. And, uh, yeah, it was, he was really good. I thought so. He steps up for me. He was a a, a good show. I said in, I said in the commentary last night. You know, it's how important the the experience plays. Where they were setting an example. You know, the desire was in there. And as you say, you know, Green Edwards. He's been really shown really good form of late. Anyway, but that carried on. It would have been very easy to go into that game last night, wouldn't it? Being very lackadaisical, easy ozy about all, but not one of them did. You know, they all. They all had a real good go at it, you know. I mean, Gab Massey was the same, you know. He was at it really, really strong. One thing that surprised me is you go into that game and you're thinking, how can we still qualify? <laughs> Before we kicked off, you're thinking, oh, you know, really, we win tonight, we qualify. And you're thinking, how did that happen, really? Because, we you know, we've not really performed that well in, it, in, the, in the previous games, had we? But last night, we were, I thought we were really, really good. Great mentality. Yeah, I, th- I think that... Winning you go through is gives you a priceless impetus to your play, doesn't it? Shrewsbury knew they could get away with a draw. We knew we needed a win, so that puts us on the front foot straight away. Yeah, it's um, like it's like a cup, proper cup tie, isn't it? It's a one-off yeah. last night, wasn't it? Yeah, it's proper cup tie because you've not even got a draw in there, have you? Because they go through no. instead. I thought they were up for, up for the physical fight. <laughs> I mean, there was a couple of challenges on Tom Pierce. I mean, one was a yellow card, and, and it looked like a red card all day long. That in the first half, yeah. he just he really did clean him out. And uh, there was a couple of other heavy uh, heavy challenges going in as well. And maybe they thought if they rough the young kids up, you know, it's, it'll intimidate them. But they stood up well. I tell you what, Liam's uh, team talk before the game must have been something special because because they were fired up and, and I'll, I'll come to this now straight away because we've had the vote on the on, on the, our Facebook page and Twitter page for <clears throat> the Progress with Unity uh, Man of the Match and it went to Scotty Smith and he never, he, that lad never shooks a challenge and he won a header yeah. against, I think it was, uh, it wasn't Pierre, it was the other centre-half, the big, the, uh, the big lad and he, he out-jumped him 
He outjumped him yeah. and muscled him. He was the man of the match. He was my man of the match last night. And I tell you, Tommy, he reminds me of a young Peter Reid with that energy and the way he moves about that midfield. He does remind me of him. I think he's got a, a, a big future in the game, that lad. Let's hope he doesn't come up against Maradona then if he's a young <laughs> young Peter Reid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Sorry, he might Tommy. be a bit quick, quicker than Peter. <laughs> yeah. He's an, he's another one, isn't he, Barry? You know, he's he's just got a he's just got a really good football brain in him. You can see, you know, he he's thinking about everything all the time, and is uh, again the desire, you know, from within to to to, to do well and not shirk challenges, want to go and win the ball, and then when you get it, you've got you know great sort of vision to sort of be calm on the ball to use it wisely. You know, as I say, you could go through the whole team last night. I mean. The only real sad thing on the, the the horizon from last night was was James Carragher's injury, which was very very sad. Yeah, it's his birthday as well today, so I mean, yeah, well, we wish him well. We, I've not spoke to anybody at the club today to find out, you know, the severity of it. I think they'll have to let it settle down, and then you know it'll be, you know, scanned and what have you to see where he's at. But I just hope it's not too serious. And obviously, Vanim uh, Beringami came on to uh, replace him and. He was wondering, I was wondering, well, you know, he's not going centre-half, is he? Because we had Charlie Hughes on, on the bench, didn't we? The young lad who yeah. I have to mention, like I do every time, as a friend of the family. Uh, you know, he was the centre-half on the bench. But when uh, Beningamy came on, I was thinking, was he going to go? But he had, I thought he had a really good game last night. He was very strong on the ball. But have we got a centre-half in the making, though, with, with Robinson? I mean, that's twice now. In, in two games, he's ended up filling in at centre-half and not looked such a place. No, he slotted in really well, as you say. I don't think we looked troubled at all last night. I think they had a shot in the first couple of minutes and they had a shot in the first couple of minutes of the second half. And I think that was really the sum total of the threat on us, really. There's one or two saves Jamie Jones made, but I think there were saves you'd expect him to make. You know, I don't think he was scrambling for any of them, really. You know, so... I thought we marshalled them really well. And like you say, you know, Luke Robinson, when he sort of went in alongside Adam, you know, you think two really young, inexperienced, although Luke's played like left-back quite a bit, you know, in the first team, but certainly hasn't played centre-half. Um, yeah, <laughs> there, was, there was nothing not to like about last night. Oh, and, and they're both left-footers as well, which was, a, it could have caused us problems, but it didn't do, you know, because sometimes a left-footer thinks his right foot's just there to stand on. Isn't that right, Adam? You're going back to Maradona there, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, messy. I'm, bo- I'm both of you, Harry. I'm, I'm as bad with both feet. <laughs> right. I, th- I, th- I, think, I think Tommy's talking there about the, the, the level of comfort that, that we have it across games. That seems to be pervading right through the first... I mean, obviously, I know last night was a first-team fixture, but with a slightly changed setup. But it just seems to be pervading around the, the, the first team, doesn't it? We, we, we look comfortable. I mean, I, I go back to... Was it Fleetwood where we were two down and we, we won? And Tommy was saying on commentary that we get a goal here and we're right back in this game. And there was a, there was a, level, of, a level of comfort and expectation, even though we were two goals down, there's just it, it. It's absolutely that belief that you, you can't bottle it, but when you've got it, you you love having it, don't you? It's that confidence in it. You know, it's like yeah. you say, winning, winning, winning's a habit. And even when you go behind, and you've got that confidence, you know, you you just have that belief that you're going to get back in the game and, and you know do something that's going to sort of create you a goal from from nothing. 
and then all of a sudden, as you say, you're back in the game. A surprise as well last night, seeing both Lange and uh, Max Power on the bench. Obviously, they must have been there for moral support because they didn't even do a warm-up, did they? <laughs> no, I, I, as I say, it was, I probably was a little bit of surprise to see him on the bench, but I think he possibly needed that little bit of a backup of experience there as well, you know, just in case it, it was required. But as you say, every, everybody who stepped over that white line onto the field, I, I just thought they handled themselves you know, with the utmost sort of confidence and and not one of them looked out of place. Christie's got his debut goal last night, which was so coolly taken. Well, I was expecting him to try and slot it past the keeper and he just dinked it over him. But also uh, making his debut last night, as, as, as Tommy's mentioned earlier on, was Barbara Adiko, who had a really good game in the uh, in the centre of Med. I remember him uh, when we had that under-18s Cup, FA Cup run, and he was playing with Cal Joseph and, and the rest of that that team. And he, he looked outstanding every time I watched them. And last night, I thought it again, he, he just he was everywhere. But the point I wanted to make was when he went off, Harry McHugh came came on 77 minutes for the last 13 minutes. And today is the one-year anniversary from his goal against Tranmere when he thumped that 20 yarder into the top corner. So I thought <laughs> Nice to give that a mention as well. Yeah, Harry's been a little bit unlucky as well, hasn't he? He had that sort of injury, a couple of injuries, hasn't he, over the period? You know, when he was just, as you say, 12 months ago, scored that great goal at Tranmere. But I think the injuries have just slowed him down a little bit, really. Uh, but he's another great prospect, isn't he? You know, it's, you know, how many of them plays would you, would you look at now and turn around and say, every one of them's got a real good chance of, you know, having a good, good career in football? I was, I was interested with Beningamy, wasn't he? He came on, he only played 45 minutes and he went down with cramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saying about the point that you were making, um, obviously a decon, that run uh, two seasons ago in, you know, there were a few there, weren't there, from that Carragher played in that team. I think it was Robinson. I think Robinson was around, wasn't he, as well? It, it's good to see. And then obviously the other... The other guys who've moved up are all doing really well with the club. You know, Gellart's right on the edge now. McGurk is obviously going to impress. You know, it's 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 really testimony. It's it's sad in a way because they're not still with us, but it's great advert for how good our academy actually is, you know, to see how, how well they're all doing. And it's good that we actually are seeing quite a few of them now, either on the edge of the first team or, you know, like like Asgard and um and Lange are actually playing very important roles, you know, in, in, in the league campaign. I think the thing the thing is you lost a few of the players that were about to come off the conveyor belt, but we kept the conveyor belt, didn't we? So yeah. a bit of patience and more players will be coming off, you know, as was evidenced last night. Last night as well, the referee, Scott Oldham, I always mention mention the ref. I think uh, we spoke about him not handing many cards out previously. He's a he's a referee who doesn't like to hand a card out. And he doesn't like to give a free kick either. The way some is flying around. He let the game flow, but perhaps he, he could have pulled one or two more up than what he were doing. Possession-wise, with 56% of possession, so we dominated with that. Special mention here as well. The attendance last night, 1,121, with 70 fans coming up the A49 from Shrewsbury. Now, I know it's a lovely trip on the A49, but it's a lovely trip going down to Shrewsbury in the daytime, I don't know about coming up to Wigan at night. Fair play to them. Fair play indeed for coming up. Uh, I've already mentioned Scott Smith was our uh, man of the match for the game. And 
two incidents happened last night that we need to address. First of all, the sausages were out. The hot dog sausages made an appearance. And just let me tell you, I saw the ones from Morecambe uh, at the weekend. £4 for an hot dog sausage on a, on a bun with no butter. It was a disgrace. Last night, I took two oven bottoms, which were part of a pack of six, which cost me a pound. I had a tin of hot dog sausages. And I made a bit of an error here because I got the cheap ones. They were 49p for eight. And I shouldn't have done that, really. I should have gone up market a little bit because they had some for 59p. And, and the ones at 49p, sort of, there were splits in them. But they were very satisfying. And Adam and Paul both saw me eat them. And it was my tea. You know, I didn't have my oh, tea yeah. then take them. Along. So you nearly nearly spill them on the floor a couple of times. Yeah, but of course, yeah, my sausages slipped yeah. out, but I managed to grab yeah. it, didn't I? Wrestling them out of that uh, flask. The other incident, what well, we can't let escape, was the fact that we walked Adam back to his car. And when he got there, he'd no car key because he'd lost it. <laughs> so what happened, Adam? Thanks for bringing that up, yeah. Yeah, I realised when I got back to the car, I had no key, which is really fundamental, isn't it, to actually driving a car home. So I had a little look around, couldn't find it. So, um, yeah, fortunately, my dad had actually a spur, a spur key, so he came up with that. And then I sent a message to Ash uh, to say, who's the best person to get in contact with to see if I've dropped the key at the uh, at the grounds? And he said, don't worry about it. I'll pass it on to the you know security team. And he messaged me this morning, and I'm very lucky that uh, somebody found the key. So thanks to Ash and thanks to whoever handed that in. What what a club Wigan Athletic is. Great great club on the pitch. And it saved me probably a couple of hundred quid as well for a replacement key. So uh, I feel really happy now being part of the, uh, you know, the fans fund because uh, I'm happy to spend that money now uh, because uh, I've saved 200 quid at least. I'm not I'm going to I'm, I'm buy you a big chain for Christmas so we can put it around your neck with your key on it. So you don't get lost again. Are we going to Wembley? That's the thing. I mean, there's a list of teams there that we can draw against in the in, in the next round. Sunderland away, Bolton away, Sheffield Wednesday away, Carlisle away, Tramia Rovers away. They're all in there. Uh, who do we fancy? And are we going to, do you think we're going to make a push for it? What do you think, Tommy? Where would you like to go on a wet Tuesday in December? Tramia would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere fairly close. Don't fancy Hartlepool or anywhere like that. Um, it would be good with uh, Mary and McManaman there, aren't they? I think if we could do progress, I mean, do you think he'll, he'll sort of continue playing with the young lads or do you think he'll beef the team up a bit more? They tend to slowly transition, don't they, from young lads to slightly fewer young lads to first team when you get to Wembley. I suppose as, as you progress through the tournament, yeah. you see, the other teams will probably play stronger teams and what you don't want the young lads to be is on the end of a hammering. So yeah, I think you do have to balance that out a little bit. But yeah, yeah I, I think, like we said earlier, I think winning's habit forming. And um, no matter who you play, um, you've got to go out with the belief that you're going to go and win the game. You know, and and, and I'm sure, you know, I, I think like most fans now, I think they trust Liam and his staff implicitly to do what they deem to be the right thing. So yeah. Uh, I don't think it matters really. I don't think we could we we could do without a long trip because we've got some long trips coming up, haven't we? Cambridge, Plymouth. So I think from the travelling perspective, yeah. perspective, I think we could do it trying to keep it as local as we can. Bolton again will do. 
Oh. <laughs> don't, don't give them another pasting. No, don't want to play them four times in a season. Right, we'll we'll move on and hopefully we'll uh, have a a March trip to to Wembley to look forward to. You never know. You just never know. Yeah. Uh, never Jane, know. James McLean and Will Keane uh, are playing for the Republic of Ireland this week. They're away on international duty. They've got a, a home fixture against Portugal and then they're away at Luxembourg. Both those games are World Cup qualifiers. Jordan Jones is in the Northern Ireland squad and he's got two home games, so he's not travelling so far. Lithuania on Friday and a big one against Italy on Monday, so that'll be a great experience for him. And obviously Tello, uh, uh, Tello has made the Norway under-20 squad again and they've got the Czech Republic on Monday. They're playing away and that's just a friendly. Talking to James McLean, He's been nominated for League One Player of the Month for October. He scored four goals and had two assists in that month, so he's got a great chance of getting in there. The other people is, is, who he's up against are Danny Andrew from Fleetwood, the lad who scored the free kick against us, Harry Pell from Accrington, who's had a, had a good month as well, and Michael Smith at Rotherham, who's been banking the goals in down in South Yorkshire. So they're all up for, for the same award. And it'll be chosen by a panel consisting of Don Goodman, the former Bradford and Wolves player, EFL director Mark Rowan and Skybet trader. I don't know what that means, whether it means he has a bet now and again or not. Ivor Davis. Anyway, Tommy, so we've, we've sort of wrapped up proceedings as far as I'm concerned for the evening. So I just, while we've got this opportunity to speak to you about the season so far, just a couple of things I'd like to ask you. What's it like having the fans back in? And are you loving it? <laughs> well, I think they both go hand in hand. The fact that the fans are back in makes you love it, you know, because it's, you know, we spent 18 months or however long it was travelling the length and the breadth of country and going into empty stadiums. And it just, it just wasn't the same. You know, it, it, the game's nothing without the fans and uh, the atmosphere that they create uh, just makes it, just absolutely makes it. You know, this is what we, you know, makes the game. It's what the, what you'd always remember as a player. You know, the, the atmosphere. Fleetwood last week, two down, and we come back and win three two. Bolton, when we go there with the atmosphere, and you know, get <laughs> get the result there. There are moments in your career that you you know the players will remember forever. No matter what else comes besides of it, they will always remember them moments as well. And overall, I, I just, other than the, the the blips, the Tuesday night blips at the DW, I think. Uh, I think it's surpassed everybody's expectation, really. You know, the, the level of performance, the quality of the football, to find ourselves where we are, sitting very happily and comfortably at the top of the league, is great credit to everybody, supporters included, because they've been such a big part of it. There's such a good feel-good factor around the club now, isn't it? You know, walking to the game and, you know, you know everybody's sort of jovial and happy and looking forward to it, you know, the I just think it's it's great what's going on. I, I can't tell you how pleased I am to see the supporters back in the ground. If you had to pick one player who's surprised, I'm not saying who's the, been the best or all that, but who's surprised you this season with the level of performances? Who would that be? Good question. I think very quietly, I think Tom Nail has been exceptional. You know, he, he, he was very quiet, very efficient, going about his business. and But, but I think he, he, he was sort of just linking everything together very... Very, very comfortably, you know, but I think you've got to pick out if you're picking out a I think you've got to say James McLean for what he's brought to the to the club and you know, his skill level, desire, always that 
that work ethic and desire to to you know to do well and win the ball back and all of that you know I, I think it's yeah I think they would be if I had to sort of pinpoint one or two players I think they would be the, the two I would choose do you, do you agree I, oh definitely <laughs> Tom Naylor yes. he's been my player of the season so far without without a doubt and like you say with, with James McLean he's, uh, he's too good for League One that's all you need to say Goal of the season uh, competition already is looking pretty good, isn't it, uh, Tommy? Uh, are, you, are you going for the uh, Curtis Tilt one? Is that is that your preferred goal this season? Curtis Tilt, I mean, James McLean at Bolton. God, he, he, as you say, yeah. he, he, we're spoiled for choice, really, aren't you? If you think back through them, there's two. I'm hoping there's more to come. <laughs> yeah, James McLean won in the uh, Burton game as well because that was a good that was a good move as well, good build up, and then a. Cracking finish. It's not an you know not an easy skill that is it. If the ball's coming out of the sky and he's he's volleyed it in. I think Ronaldo yeah. scored a similar one the same day, and the you know they were talking about it for the full week. So yeah, he just, he just watched it come over the defender's head, didn't it? Right onto his foot and just cracked it away. Uh, as I say, spoke for choice really for for goals up to now. Technique, all... isn't it? With that no, patience, not to snatch at it. Yeah, as I say, he just took his time. You could see it yeah. happening. It was like in slow motion, the ball coming onto his foot, wasn't it? You know, you could you could see the outcome really before it actually happened. We had that discussion at the start of the season when you came on, Tommy, about the coaching coaching staff. So you, you know, in terms of the forward players and um, working with James Beattie, can can you see particularly the likes of uh, the players that were here last year, like Keane and Lang? Can you see that improvement through the sort of coaching of James Beattie? Oh, well, I'm sure. I mean, I've been down the training ground once or twice and watched them uh, do the do the training and that, you know. And it's it's all very intense and very structured, you know. The, but but like you say, there's a there's a feel good factor about it, and when you're enjoying what you're doing, it, it tends to come easy. Although it isn't, it's the hardest thing is to make it look easy. But but you know that's the thing with them, and uh, I think Charlie White's been exceptional. I think he's. Uh, I think Will Keane's because because Will Keane's got that fantastic football brain. He just slots into them holes that are created with the movement from Charlie White's sort of involvement. You know, I, you'd always judge the forwards on the goal scored, unfortunately, centre forward. But there's certainly more to the game and certainly more to Charlie's game than that. You know, and as I say, Will Keane's benefits, I think, greatly from from Charlie White. Unfortunately, we're running out of time here. So we're, thank you ever so much, Tommy, as always, for coming on. Final thought from you for where we're at so far and a little bit about Liam Richardson, if you don't mind. Yeah, he's got a calmness. And more, more than anything else, he's got a dignity which commands respect. And I think everybody recognises that, you know. And, you know, when you go down the training ground, you can see it from the players, you know, the respect that he does hold within there. And they listen because of that, they listen to what's being said, not only by Liam, but by, you know, by Rob Kelly, James Beattie, you know, and it, it, it's just, he's got a real good team around him now. And as you say, long may that continue. Thank you very much. And we, we've run right out of time on this one. We'll be back on Sunday to do a preview of the Solihull game, which I'm sure Tommy will be there. I will. Commentating on for us. See you there, Tommy. I'll be there as well. See you there. <laughs> right. So thank you very much. And it's, uh, a good night for me and up the ticks. Come on. Up the ticks. Up the ticks. Yeah. Up the ticks. Thanks, guys. A pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Tommy.